0: We're here with the Discover Your Personal Power podcast. How is everyone doing? Thank you so much for listening. I'm excited to be chatting with you today. How is everyone hanging in there with all this coronavirus craziness? I hope you guys were able to take some time out this week, practice some self-compassion, realizing that we are inventing the wheel and all the new first times and changes are taxing on our brain and our health. I hope you guys had some time this week to process that. This month, we're talking about the many effects, ramifications, and toll that COVID is taking on each of us. From messages in my inbox and words from my friends, I want you to know that we're all in this together. And together, in this unprecedented time of uncertainty, we can together find unprecedented solutions. We've talked about processing grief and loss. We've talked about inventing the wheel and terrible first times and change. Today, we're gonna go back almost 200 years to dig up some old wisdom from one of my favorite people in history. Welcome to podcast 28, a blast from the past. An almost 200 year old message of hope. My plan is to leave you today with a feeling of hope, peace, Purpose and power. We've all been affected by the coronavirus outbreak. Many of us are grappling with emotions that we just don't quite understand. This has had me doing a little bit of research and in doing this I found one of my favorite historical figures. Almost 200 years ago as the lady with the lamp Making rounds to check on wounded soldiers, Florence Nightingale was reported in the Times as a ministering angel, without any exaggeration. As her slender form maneuvered quietly along each corridor, every poor fellow's face softened with gratitude at the sight of her. When all the medical officers had retired for the night and silence and darkness had settled down upon those miles of sick and injured soldiers, she was observed with a little lamp in her hand, making her solitary rounds to all that may need her. In late 1854, Nightingale was asked to organize a corps of nurses to tend to the sick and injured soldiers in the Crimea War. She quickly assembled a team of almost three dozen nurses and set sail just a few days later. When Nightingale and her band of nurses got to Constantinople, they were faced with a hospital that literally sat on the top of a large cesspool. Patients lay in their own excrement on stretchers, strewn through the hallways, rodents and bugs scurried past them. The most basic supplies, such as bandages and soap, grew increasingly scarce as the number of ill and wounded soldiers steadily increased. Even water needed to be rationed. More soldiers were dying from infectious diseases like typhoid and cholera than from injuries incurred in battle. Nightingale went quickly to work and procured hundreds of scrub brushes in treating everyone who could to scrub the hospital inside and out from floor to ceiling. Her tireless efforts reduced the hospital death rate by two-thirds. Upon her return, she took her observations and the data she had meticulously collected and wrote Notes on matters affecting the health, efficiency, and hospital administration of the British Army. Her notes and statistical records about her patients had helped her to determine the most effective treatment for treatment practices. Her writings with collected data were presented in visual, infographic-like formats, demonstrating statistical information important for the outcome of all soldiers in her care and health care practices today. She believed that good ventilation, adequate sleep, nutritious food, and sunlight were essential for health and vitality. She advocated for plants and flowers in the sick room to provide oxygen and consume carbon dioxide. She was also a proponent of natural light and fresh air. She said, of all the remedies I have used or seen in use, I can find but one thing that I can recall remedial for the whole disease, and that is a profuse supply of fresh air. She said, second only to fresh air, however, I should be inclined to rank light in the importance for the sick. Direct sunlight, not only daylight, is necessary for a speedy recovery. The health of the home and the community are critical components in an individual's health. Science has progressed since the 1800s, yet modern studies have reached similar conclusions. For instance, a study done in 2011 in China found that crowded college dormitories with low ventilation were associated with more respiratory infections. The World Health Organization recognizes that natural ventilation, which includes outside air flowing through a building, is important for infection control. In fact, the World Health Organization's guidelines published in 2009 encouraged the use of such natural ventilation as an effective measure in reducing the risk of infection at healthcare facilities. For those of us stuck inside during quarantine, we haven't been getting much fresh air. We've been tied to our computers, working, and then being bombarded with media feeds about the dangers of going outside and being with other people. In a study done in Wuhan, China after the initial outbreak of coronavirus, they addressed the effects of the media on mental health and found that social media use and mainstream media was rewarding up to a point. But then, media can provide information that is informative and emotionally supportive. However, excess use of social media and mainstream media can lead to excess worry, anxiety, and feelings of overwhelm. The result implied that taking a social media break may promote well being during this pandemic, which is crucial to mitigating mental health harm that has been inflicted by this coronavirus pandemic. Take breaks from watching, reading, or listening to news stories, including those on social media. Hearing about the pandemic repeatedly over and over again can be upsetting. In a study done in mid-July with the Kaiser Foundation, they found 53% of adults in the United States reported that their mental health had been negatively impacted due to the worry and stress over coronavirus. This is a 20% increase from the results of a similar study done in March. Many are reporting difficulty sleeping, difficulty eating, an increase in alcohol consumption or substance use, worsening of chronic conditions, increased depression, anxiety, and feelings of being overwhelmed. Let's go back to that advice given almost 200 years ago. Let's get outside, breathe in the cool, crisp, fresh air, feel the warm sun on our face and allow nature to relax our minds as we have some fun. Outdoors and green space. Studies have shown that more green spaces like community parks and walking or bike trails result in greater mental health for communities. In studies done across the pond in England and here in the U.S., the relationship between environmental green space and mental health both in urban and rural areas found that higher levels of neighborhood green space were associated with significantly lower levels of the symptoms associated with depression, anxiety, and stress. Getting outside into the green space allows you to engage with the natural surroundings. It encourages movement as you walk or ride a bike or hike. Outdoor environments provide us with experiences that connect us to the natural world. Human beings often miss the solace and the wonder of nature due to their modern and urban lifestyles. The simple act of walking outside can bring peace and restoration and clarity to the mind. There's this thing called attention restoration theory, or art. This theory was proposed back in 1989 by Kaplan and Kaplan. And it says that people exposed to urban environments are forced to use their attention to overcome the effects of that constant stimulation to their brain. This constant stimulation leads to brain fatigue. However, natural environments capture attention but elicit feelings of calmness and pleasure. Natural environments reduce the demands on the executive functioning part of the brain. Natural environments have been shown to restore direct attention and help self-regulate the brain. Natural environments are restorative because they help one to feel like they're away from the hustle and bustle of everyday life. They provide a sense of escape, a sense of peace and calmness. Let yourself play when you go outside. Play is essential to social, cognitive, emotional, and physical development in children. Play brings spontaneity and joyfulness and freedom. And as adults, we benefit from the opportunities for self expression, interaction with others, and just the simple joy of moving. Go on adventures. International travel is basically at a standstill right now. But what about exploring your own backyard? In the book, Last Child in the Woods, Richard Louv provided the term nature deficit disorder. He noted that children with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder were able to focus better after being outdoors. Studies have actually shown that students with ADHD score higher on concentration tests after walking through the park versus a walk through a residential or downtown area. Going outside allows for that ventilation and allows us to breathe in that fresh air. Fresh air and sunshine can help improve our well-being across multiple areas. It improves our mood, it helps us feel more relaxed, it improves our circulatory system, recovery time, and overall health. Indoor air has a sub-optimal combination of oxygen, nitrogen, and carbon dioxide. Fresh air has higher levels of oxygen and lower levels of pollution than indoor air. Exposure to more oxygen causes the blood vessels in your lungs to expand, which improves cleansing and tissue repair and creates a better exchange of oxygen for carbon dioxide. Fresh air has shown to lower blood pressure and heart rate. Breathing in all that fresh air and oxygen goes to every cell in your body. Taking just a few deep breaths brings more of that vital source of oxygen to all your cells, allowing your heart to relax a little bit, thus lowering your heart rate and your blood pressure. Fresh air also helps you heal faster. Just as Florence described, healing from illness or injuries takes work from the body. This work requires oxygen because repairing and replacing damaged cells increases the body's demand for air. There are even special kinds of oxygen chambers that have extreme amounts of oxygens to help with intense wound healing. Fresh air and oxygen have even shown to improve digestion. Going outside to relax and enjoy some fresh air supplies our cells with that much needed oxygen. But it also relaxes our body, relaxing our mind, relaxing our digestive system. Next, going outside helps us feel the sun on our face. So I have to admit, I'm a sun worshiper. I love the sun. I love the smell of the sun. I love the feeling of the sun on my skin. I love sitting in the sun. It's one of my favorite things to do. During the late 1960s, scientists found that fresh outdoor air can indeed kill bacteria and viruses, and that it does so during the day. And at night sunlight helps to reset your circadian rhythms it enables a healthier sleep wake cycle and it promotes better healing studies have shown that patients suffering from depression spend less time in the hospital if they have had an east-facing room or access to direct sunlight A study done in 2005 from the University of Pittsburgh reported that spinal surgery patients experienced less pain and stress and took fewer pain medications during their recovery when they were exposed to natural sunlight. We also get vitamin D from natural sunlight. Sunlight provides you with that important vitamin, vitamin D. When sunlight hits your skin, it triggers the liver and kidneys to create vitamin D from cholesterol. It is estimated that one billion people worldwide have low levels of vitamin D. Over 50% of American adults have been found to be deficient in vitamin D. Studies have shown the protective effects of vitamin D for osteoporosis, to cancer, depression, heart attacks, and strokes. Some of the most common risk factors of vitamin D deficiency are being elderly, being overweight, not eating those fish or dairy products, staying and staying indoors. Vitamin D is important for the immune system. It means that means fighting viruses and the bacterias that cause illness. Vitamin D is also important in controlling inflammation and wound healing. Studies have shown a correlation between vitamin D deficiency and frequent respiratory infections. With an inverse relationship, when vitamin D levels improve, respiratory infections improve. Studies have shown the lack of vitamin D can cause chronic headaches, fatigue, back pain, and bone pain. Vitamin D improves the body's absorption of calcium. Studies have shown a relationship between low levels of vitamin D and depression. All you need is 10 to 15 minutes of sunlight a day, and that can provide you with the appropriate amount of vitamin D. Get out and enjoy the sun, breathe in the fresh air, and let the light lighten your mood. I want to tell you a story. So there was a psychology professor who walked around his classroom full of students holding a glass of water, with his arms straightened out to the side. He asked his students, how heavy is the glass of water? The student started to shout out guesses ranging anywhere from four ounces to one pound. The professor replied, "'The absolute weight of this glass "'isn't what matters while I'm holding it. "'Rather, it's the amount of time that I hold onto it "'that makes an impact. "'If I hold it for, say, two minutes, "'it doesn't feel like much of a burden. "'If I hold it for an hour, Its weight may become more apparent as my muscles begin to tire. If I hold it for an entire day or a week, my muscles will cramp out and I'm likely to feel numb or paralyzed with pain, making me feel miserable and unable to think about anything aside from the pain that this glass of water is causing in my hand. In all of these cases, the actual weight of the glass of water remains the same, but the longer I clinch onto it, the heavier it feels to me and the more burdensome it is to hold. The class understood and shook their heads in agreement. The professor continued to say, this glass of water represents the worries and the stresses and the anxieties that you carry around with you every day if you think about them for a few minutes and then push them put them aside as you process them it's not a heavy burden to bear if you think about them a little longer you will start to feel the impacts of the stress and if you carry your worries with you all day you will be become incapacitated, prohibiting you from doing anything else until you let them go. Don't carry your worries around with you everywhere you go, as they will do nothing but bring you down. Put down your worries and your stressors. Don't give them your entire attention while your life is passing you by. Let go of all those things that are out of your control. Don't carry your worries around with you everywhere you go as they will do nothing but bring you down. Put the glass down each night and move on from anything that is unnecessarily stressing you out. Don't carry that extra weight into the next day. Let it go. Go outside, breathe in some fresh air, and feel the sun on your face. Focus on the things that you can control, you can go outside, you can take some deep breaths of fresh air and feel the sunshine on your face. Move your body. Outdoor exercise has shown to have numerous positive effects for children and adults. The physical benefits of exercise and improving one's physical condition helps to fight stress and disease. Exercise and movement are effective at reducing fatigue, improving alertness and concentration, and improving overall cognitive functioning. Regular movement of your body decreases tension, stabilizes mood, improves sleep, and improves self-esteem. As little as five minutes of aerobic exercise has been shown to have anti-anxiety effects on the body. The National Institutes of Health recognizes the importance of being active in your own way. They say that being physically active means different things to different people. Each person needs to determine what is best for them. Physical activity should not be viewed as an all-or-nothing venture. This mindset welcomes barriers and often leads to inactivity. The National Institutes of Health states that some physical activity is better than none, and more is even better. The key is finding what works for you, what works for your body, and for your goals. Discovering your personal power means having a mind and body that functions in a way that is congruent with your values and goals. A healthy body contributes to a healthy mind. Here are five quick tips to get a little more activity in your day. If you find yourself sitting a lot at work, which I do, you can set an alarm to get up every hour or so and just walk around the room or the hallway. When you go to the store, park back as far as possible to get in some extra steps. When you go to the store, grab a basket instead of a cart. That way you can work some arm muscles too. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. Just get up and move. Explore new places. For those of us wanderers who love to travel, COVID has been difficult. Get out and explore your own backyard. Take a drive. Better yet, go on a bike ride. You'll be surprised by all the things you notice on a bike that you didn't notice in your car. Go for a bike ride or go on a hike. We often get caught up in the excitement of going to a far off land, but we forget to notice all the treasures in our own backyard, our own city or our own state. As you find hidden treasures, you can feel a greater connection with your local history, your culture and your community. This helps with social connection and that sense of belonging and gives you a pride in your community. fun. Did you know that having fun is actually good for you? Recreational activities help manage stress. They provide a sense of balance and can directly reduce anxiety and depression. Make time to unwind. Try to do some activities that you enjoy. Bring the outside in if you need to. Create outdoor elements throughout your living space with plants and natural lightings or aquariums. Try something new. Take some advice from our blast from the past. Take that advice that was given almost 200 years ago. Get outside and get some fresh air. Breathe in the cool, crisp oxygen and breathe out the carbon dioxide feel the warm sun on your face allow nature to let you relax your mind and your body and have some fun i hope you guys have a great week and can take some time to let go of your worries put that glass of water down and get outdoors and take florence nightingale's advice and get some fresh air and sunshine Thank you so much for listening. I love spending this time with you guys each week. If you like this podcast, please go over to iTunes and leave me a review. I love to hear what you think. Hop over to the website. There's lots of free resources on there. The online coaching program is on there. Or just say hi. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Until we meet again, my friends.